presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Hey you guys, welcome back to our Tuesday night show. I want to you know I love you all, and of course I love my co-host, Michelle Gray, who is an awesome healer and um, medium, and of course my lovely Eric, I love you. Hey, Eric, I hope you um, I hope you helped my father-in-law best of our transition. He sure does. He says he goes, I, I love you, mom, and um, oh, he's just saying that um, like he was waiting. He was waiting. Yeah. So yeah. he says apparently um, he had open arms right, for best of our. Yeah. He, he certainly did. He says mm-hmm. um, the gates were wide open and he was mm-hmm. right there to help him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's an he's amazing man. It, he's calling it a really great reunion. Oh. A really great reunion. He That's says there's wonderful. been so much to talk about. <laughs> I bet. You know, this guy is amazing. He was the mayor of the town. He was instrumental in getting uh, hydroelectricity to um, to the country. And um, he just, oh. just it's, 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 you know, the prime minister... Um, wrote in the newspaper thanking him for all his service. And he got the King's Gold Medal of Honor. And he's just very special. Wow. So um, so did he go back to, did he meet his the love of his life who died at the age of 78? Bestemur? Yes. yes. Bestemur? Bestemur? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and also, um, was he a storyteller? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there are a crowd, there are a crowd with him, with all of them, and he is telling stories. Mm. He is sharing stories and food. Eric is showing me, like, there's food. So it's like Bestemore must have been a good cook or had something because there's, like, food being made and being passed around, and it feels very, um, like, like, all are welcome but it feels so traditional. Like there's certain foods oh, gosh, that are so yeah. traditional. And, and there's, um, do they like beer? The beer, there's like, like beer. He, uh, he, like, he did not touch alcohol, but he liked non-alcoholic beer. Okay. Cause it's, it's that color, right? But it okay. looks like it's in like a, um, it's a, it's not a typical glass. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a spe- special looking glass, oh, not a mug. Sure. But it's got yeah. like a little crust on the front of it. Oh, okay. I can believe that. But, yeah, yeah. he likes so, that non-alcoholic beer for sure. And he's oh, not limping good. anymore for the polio he contracted at the age of 17. So that must feel good. Anyway. And his, <laughs> words are, his words are that he is free. free. He's free. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. All right. I hope he, I hope he feels the love that we're sending his way, and we're going to Norway Saturday and staying throughout uh, for for ugh, nine days. It's going to be so hard to be away that long. The work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but family needs us there. So um, and and you'll yeah. feel him too, because he's okay. he's with the family. You'll feel him mm-hmm. and Eric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm taking it the worst because mm-hmm. you know. He was a father I should have had, you know. I mean, my father was so hideously horrible. Mm-hmm. And, and I just was, I grieved when I first got to know him that, wow, fathers mm-hmm. aren't supposed to be like my father. 
So, right. you know, but um, that'll, that'll be okay eventually. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Uh, we are here to mm-hmm. tell, talk about our vibration is shifting and our consciousness mm-hmm. is expanding. But, Michelle, if you could, after we're finished with this, if you could stay on the line at the end of the show, that'd be great because we need to finish our conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're feeling <clears throat> a, lot, a lot of chaos. So, Eric, you're going to help us understand what is happening in our mm-hmm. lives as consciousness, consciousness expands. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talk a lot, like Eric says, we've talked about vibration and we've talked about uh, kind of this subject matter in different angles. But what was interesting is, like, I was talking to Eric, and this is a little bit what we were talking about before, Lisa, like, there's so much happening, you know, um, and, and for all of us. And it doesn't all have to be negative. It's just change and change in our bodies, change in our experience. Um, You know, there's people that are releasing a lot in the body. Um, You you know, a lot of physical energy, things are speeding up. And what Eric says is he says the reason for all the vibrational changes, of course, Mm -hmm. is that more light's coming in, but he says it's our life force energy that's rising. So Ooh, he says, nice. if you think about what we call the Kundalini, it's like that Kundalini rising. And he says, you know, he goes, a lot of people will say we have an awakening and then we go through our awakening and it's this continuous kind of releasing and healing. And he goes, really, it's like an awakening within an awakening within an awakening within an awakening. Oh, so he says, it's like the Kundalini does this you know, the life force energy comes within us, whether it's, you know, uh, um, some of us, it happens real fast. Some of us, it kind of moves slower. doesn't matter yeah. how it does it. We're all going through this process. And yeah. so he says that, you know, our bodies, um, we're having experiences that are physical. We're having mm. energetic experiences. And he says what's really happening as this life force energy is coursing through us and he says it's like um, activations are taking place, which many mm-hmm. of us already know, but he says yeah. they're happening on many different levels and we're elevating ourselves. So he oh. says, okay, this is really awesome. He says it is all really awesome stuff, but the reason why he really wants to talk about it is that what's, what's really um, happening to a lot of people that are listening is there are immense feelings coming with it. There are immense situations in our life. Um, sometimes it's a little mm. bit chaotic, our yes. sensitivities. He says there's many people that are becoming extremely sensitive to smells, to sounds, um, even sensitive to other people. Mm. He says some of us that have been able to be around people and then all of a sudden we're really irritated by somebody or wow. we can no longer tolerate. He says we can no longer tolerate foods. Uh, we might start to feel like we're burning out. And he's just saying, like, the light's burning out. And then he also says, there's also people that are actually burning out light bulbs. He says, oh, wow. as the energy rises, he goes, raise your hand if you pass by a lamp or something, or you open your oven door and it goes, and it starts to pop oh. out. He goes, a lot of that is that energy. He goes, it's, that, it's because of that magnetic and that ener- our electromagnetic field. So he says, there's a little bit of chaos going on. The other thing, too, is he says uh, things that are normal. He says states of exhaustion. 
And he says, and a lot of you might be questioning, you know, I need to go get my blood checked and I need to, and he goes, and sure, he goes, you know, if you're, if you're concerned about that and you think something like that's going on, he goes, get it checked out. But do know that a lot of these changes, he goes, the sleep state is often the state where we have most of our upgrades and activations. Not Mm. always, but a lot of times we do because he says it's a lot easier on us. But he says we can also, we we naturally feel tired because we are meant to rest more. So he says if you are feeling that and you can go and lay down and take a rest and reset yourself, he goes, do that. Um, The other thing he says, sorry, yeah? Is this something we have to do because the energy coming in is very taxing on the physical body and so we need more rest and perhaps a different diet and more fluids? I don't know. It's all of those things. It's all of those things. And he says, and, and um, he says, you know, think of it as, as we're being upgraded, he says, you know, we can't just continue to go along the way that we were all the time because he says a lot of us are going along in ways that aren't necessarily whole and healthy for us because yeah. we're, you know, we're, we're still running uh, programs. He goes, think of it mm-hmm. like we're a computer. We're running programs that are outdated yeah. and our system needs an upgrade. He goes, well, we mine can't have our system upgraded <laughs> while we're powered on. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine so he says, we have to power down to upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So he also said, um, let's couple this with the opposite end of things too. He says, what about uh, you might be experiencing like waking up a lot during the night, be having experiences where you're not able to sleep at nighttime. And he says, and that's part of the the body trying to regulate itself and trying to regulate this energy. He goes, the other thing is too, your mag, um, your, uh, your field, your auric field, Mm -hmm. Your your feelers are reaching out a little bit further, he goes. So are you reaching into somebody else? Are you thinking about things? He goes, because there's a mental part to this too, but are you feeling spirit? Are your guides mm. that are always there, he goes, but are you noticing them more? So are you waking up and there's this uh, sense of urgency like you, uh, he says a lot of people waking up to write things down at night getting ideas and he goes or you could just be waking up and looking at the clock all night long too but he says this is not completely abnormal um, well let me ask you a real quick question there yeah. because um for some reason for years and years and years and years uh at, at around four between four and five o'clock i hear noises it sounds like they're coming from the radio but they're not like they're like it's like the 30s voice of 40s voices like it's a baby race you know that kind of weird stuff mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. my my father-in-law died uh at four o'clock in the morning is the veil thinner i mean what's going on with four o'clock four-ish o'clock central time if anything he says that um we we call that um a lot of us uh human terms he says we call that the god hour And he says there is a time when, he says, a lot of us are in that in-between state. Mm. And he says there's like a peak of energy that has been uh, quietened down. And he says that a lot of us are coming back into the body, engaging. So it's in that in-between state. So many people will wake up at that point and still, even though 
They might be awake and looking around. The body is quiet. We're not fully engaged into the body. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we will hear into other dimensions. We can sometimes cool. see things. He goes, that is the best time to be able to practice astral traveling. Ooh. He goes, if you're waking up around 4 o'clock in the morning, he goes, if you can avoid not getting up and going pee, he goes, try and stay in bed and close your eyes and practice leaving your body. He goes, because the truth is you've just come back in. He goes, you've just popped back in and you're still in that really easy state to slip back out. He goes, the same goes for a lot of people that pass, will pass around that time because it's like a, a, a period of a disengagement. And so when we're untethering ourselves from the body and he's saying, uh, and specifically with Bestifar, it, it mm. was, a, um, he was already like detaching. So, yeah, he was already moved. Yeah. Yeah. So it was already happening. So that just happened to be the time. Um, so four o'clock central but, um, time, right? But but it could be whatever the time zone is at that time all over the world, right? It's not four o'clock right. a.m. That's everywhere. That's right. Okay, gotcha. That's right. Sorry. That's right. That's right. And and he says because you know time is not really linear. Like everything's happening at the same time. So whatever that time is for you. Um, the other thing uh, that he's also saying is that a lot of us are walking around in this almost like waking dream state, mm-hmm. like, um, and maybe not every day, all day, but it's like getting these little bouts of feeling like we're observing our life, like oh. we're kind of on the outside looking in. And, and I know mm-hmm. exactly what he's talking about with this, and I've had this before. It's so cool. weird and hard to explain to anybody, but it's it's a very um, it, it's got a bit of a peaceful sense to it, but at the same time, it's a very detached feeling as well. Mm. Um, so he says, you know, part of that is because our consciousness is shifting, so we're oh. shifting into different states. So he mm. says that's not completely abnormal. Um, he said that's also a really great time to do journaling when we're feeling in that state. Wow. That nice. would be a great time to also yeah, practice you don't automatic your, writing. Oh, so because you don't have your ego. You're not so grounded yeah. that you're not like, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, the ego's not interfering. Yeah. It's almost like that's you're right. recorded, very detached. It's like, you know, taking yeah. notes. And all. Okay, that's cool. That's very and cool. And he says, he says, like, take notes because a lot of us are also, um, you know, like our intuitive abilities are really cranking up at that time. A lot of us are also waking up and experiencing like a day of really strong intuitive ability. And then we might not sense it so much the next day. But he says, this is yeah. kind of like, it's, it's like a stepping in, stepping out, stepping in, stepping out. So it doesn't all happen all at once because we're not linear. And he says, so it's like yeah. this process of, of moving more in, more out. And he says, or we could say side to side. It's vibrational shifting. He said, although we say raising vibration, so we think in our heads that it's raising up, going up. But he goes, really, it's this dance of side to side, in and out, up and down. Side to side. It's like a, like wow. a dance. He's showing me like that box on the ground, like doing around the square, like going in oh, and out and side oh, to side. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, my God, I'm getting yeah. dizzy just thinking about that. I know, I know. Um, he also said that some of the experiences that we're having, um, okay, he's showing me the masculine and feminine, and he says, so it's 
bringing in that energy. And he says, so our masculine energy is connected more to um, grounding, the grounding energy. And he says the feminine energy is more um, the essence of spirit. He says um, that has many different layers to it as well. And he says Mm. now with this and also with the intuitive abilities and what he was talking about with kind of being in that, um, that being awake and in that, that state of mind, he says the other thing that's happening is that many of us are, and he says, and you may be able to understand this when we say it, because it's almost hard to put it into words, but mm. he says it's experiencing knowing things. So you're observing and you might see something. You might hear somebody say something. You might watch something take place and all of a sudden you understand how that happened, where it came from, why they're doing it, where it's going. It's like you're getting all of this information about something that is is so hard to verbalize it, but you're getting it. And he says a way to kind of think about it, if, if you haven't experienced that, is he says, think about um, somebody giving you a banana split. And Ooh. you have that banana split in your hands and you look at it and you, you are visualizing and getting the information of where did that bunch of bananas originate from and who picked that banana off and wow. this chocolate syrup, what did the box look like that the chocolate syrup came out of? And you can see somebody pouring it. And so he says you're, it's almost like you're dissecting the layers of it and understanding where it came from, but you may not have the ability out of your mouth to express that all at once. Mm-hmm. important he goes if you can carry a little pad of paper and a pencil together because these are little downloads and these are how mm-hmm. little downloads of information will feel as they're coming you know, in eric when you when, when you started talking about uh feminine energy i got the word mm-hmm. atlantis in my mind is there something behind that because you know for some reason i've been you know i found out later that i had some sort of uh, eric and i had and other family members had you know, roots in Atlantis, but yep. one of our boats we named Atlantis, I named Atlantis Scalar. I've been fascinated by that word. That, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. So does that have anything to do with, you know, why when you started mentioning about femininity? Yes. yes. How so? He says yes. Yes. And, um, and, and he also says that, um, he goes, Mom, you're also going to get, more downloads about that and more information because you're going to start coming up with some questions and questioning some more things. And he says, and and we're going to discover more of that together and um, see a little, if you think like the story behind the story, get a little more information. Um, But he said that he's saying that there's a, a new layer and he says, it does not matter where you are in your journey. So it doesn't matter how much healing you've done or how much healing you've not done. Everybody is discovering a new layer. So everybody is. He says, your system is being upgraded. And this is what he said to me yesterday, which I thought was really neat, is he says, the system's being upgraded. And he goes, you are your vehicle. And he says, and you've been running on regular gas. And then you're bumping yourself up to putting Supreme in your in your gas mm. tank. And now you're bumping that up and getting ultra. So he says, why? Because your system is running more efficient. You're, you're, you're running uh, much more efficient and clearer and lighter. 
and he says, and he's saying, he goes, your high-performance vehicle. He goes, he yeah. goes, we're putting the lift kit in. We're putting on the lift kit. So we're putting oh on God, all the, all the oh action. That is really interesting yeah. to say that because Eric used to make a little money, not very much. Actually, he usually did it for free, putting lift kits on the cars and trucks of his friends. Oh, cool. Cool. That's very yeah, cool. Yeah, he's like do, doing it all up, doing it all up. And he he says, um, and our body, um, he really likes the, the um I like to of trying to help us understand this, but he says body. So as we're doing these upgrades, he's like, you know, your body, think of yourself as you've been carrying around all of these carry-on bags everywhere you're going. And he says you've got all these bags attached to you with all of these different things in them. He goes like you're carrying the needs of other people. You're mm, carrying the belief systems that maybe are completely outdated and they're not really serving you anymore. Maybe you're carrying a decision that you're kind of going back and forth over, and you might feel like, okay, I know what the right decision is, but I know it's going to be really hard to do that, so I'm putting it off. So think of all of these different carry-on bags that you have, but now you're being told there's this really amazing destination that you're about to go to, and you're getting Mm. this free ticket to go there. You've done the work now. You're being given this ticket, but you can only take one bag with you. So he says, so really think about what am I carrying? What bags am I carrying that I don't need anymore? Yeah. He says, because when we can let them go, when we can choose to, what happens is, you know, sometimes the universal energy and the experience that we have will push us into these corners to let go what's not no longer good for us. And But when we can recognize it first, when we can kind of get there and say, okay, like I see this, I know this is good for me. And he goes, and that's self-love when we can make decisions and do things right. that are good for us. That's really going to help us get to that destination. But he says, it's not that you won't get to the destination no matter how you go through it. Exactly. Can you make exactly. it easier? Yeah, all of us are going to make it to the end point, to, to the destination. Right. Some of us will take the scenic route. Some of us won't. But, um, you know, one thing I want to ask is, when is a matriarchal society going to come back? I mean, we're once a matriarchal society, and then we became a patriarchal. And I'm wondering if the, the, uh, the matriarchal society is the answer or one of the answers to quelling the chaos that we are seeing now. And he said part yes. Of, part of the Aquarius age. It is. It is. He says there's also, um, so he says the, the masculine energy, the, the patriarch energy is it's present in a new way. He says consider it softer. Oh, but good. yes led in the in the matriarchal energy that it, it is leading in that way because it's um he says it's a very grounded and strong feminine energy the way that we would see the feminine energy in the past didn't come forward with the same um and he says uh not in all ways but he says a lot of our earthly experiences in the last mm, he says, really, the last thousand years wow. he says, has been a, a much heavier 
experience, but he says this is a very grounded, strong, nurturing, and he calls it guidance energy, leadership energy. And that's what we're moving into. And he says when we look specifically at our political system and we look at our education, he says this is the energy that will come in to do the cleanup. He goes, this is the energy that is sitting underneath waiting to be able Mm. to step in for leadership. He goes, and this is where we really see the shining come through because he says it's not, we're not going for a society or trying to build a society that is um, everybody, he says, is like shoulder to shoulder and, um, you know, he's like singing kumbaya and everything's calm and cool. He goes, because we're still having this human experience where there's going to be differences, but it's about leadership. It's about hearing each other. It's about making decisions that are best for the collective. So he says this is a real strong, nurturing leadership. And that sounds maternal, taking care of the collective. The the patriarchal aspect, the the masculinity, there was a, I think that was important. That that was important to the um, the prior age before Aquarius getting a little bit. Um, that um, you know that that we had to have contrast uh, consciousness, right? We had to learn mm-hmm. by contrast. That's part of the human experience. You know, the survival of the fittest. Okay, so co- uh, you mm-hmm. know, survival through competition. But now moving mm-hmm. into the age of Aquarius. We, we need the matriarchal, the, the, the feminine, so that we can have the unity consciousness that lets yes. survive through cooperation and love and uniting and collaboration. Um, is there any truth to that? Right. Yes, Eric says yes. And he's also been telling me, as you're talking, he says, tell my mom, he goes, to look at her skills as a mother to match to that energy. Because he says, Mom, if you look at the skills that you brought to our family as a mother and how you guided us, because he says that strength teaching us to be able to stand for ourselves, teaching us to be able to make decisions for ourselves with nurturing. Yeah, Yeah, I did that. That's the energy. You know, I believed in logical consequences. Not yelling yes. or anything like that. Not that I've never yelled yes. at my kids, but um, yeah. but yeah, it was really important to me to shower them with mm-hmm. love, but but, mm-hmm. but make them responsible for their actions. And you know, yes. I, I was to the point of being sappy, where my kids, you come on, sit in my lap, that kind of thing. Uh, even when they were teenagers, that did not go over well. I'm just here to tell you, but um, but, but so yes. what Eric is saying is, he says, mom. He goes, look at each one of us. Each one of us are well-rounded and That's successful. True. Each and one of us are standing in our purpose. Right. And, and one of the things is y'all are also different, which means, yes. you know, Papa and I allowed you guys to grow in your own way and to find mm-hmm. your own way. Now, mm-hmm. one thing I want to ask, is I'm being very selfish this year, I don't know why. But um, mm-hmm. but you know when I was dying in the tundra uh, near death, yeah. apparently um, mm-hmm. I was taken up uh, by tall whites into their ship and downloaded information, or, or you know they uploaded it to me. Um, mm-hmm. Adrian, the tall whites, 
spokesman okay. in one mm-hmm. of them. What was we? What what was I given? Because things did seem to change. There was a lapse of time there in that seventeen hours that I couldn't account for. Well, um, Eric says it was an upgrade. So he says there was an upgrade. He says there was a, yeah, he says it was a, um, he's calling it like an activation that had taken place um, because he also said that it was right after that where everything started to really shift Um, because he goes, if mom, if you go directly to, there was an extreme need within you to get on with service. Further than what you were yes. doing, it was. That makes sense. That, that's when I started. That's when I started at Scaler. First, save yeah. um, the life, hope to save the life, and so forth, so good yeah. of one of my relatives. And then, oh, interesting. All right, um, yeah, that's cool. Anything else you want to say before we take calls? I mean, you you can go on for another um, fifteen. Yeah, okay. yeah, Eric is just saying. He says honestly. He says a um, couple things. He just says you know, like checking in with your energy every day. Um, he says, have some kind of daily practice. He goes, like, you know, whether you are checking in on your energy, whether you're journaling, whether you're walk, walking in the in nature, walking your dog, he goes, it's something, have something that you're connecting to your divine nature. He yes. says, don't make it about rules. And, and here's one other thing he wants to leave us with is he says, you know, guys, he goes, remember that at this time, he says, just as much as we are starting new cycles, remember that cycles are completing and they're completing for everyone, which means that various others are at various states of their own cycles ending, so at different crossroads in their life. And he says, and when you're completing cycles, you're coming up against completing, um, say, unhealthy behaviors, unhealthy decisions. And he says, and a lot of these things may have been very heavy, like marked in their past and in past lives. So he says, have compassion and and really think about that as you're walking through the day. And you may not know what somebody's up against and what they're experiencing and what they understand and what they don't understand. And he says, you may not be able to appreciate this in everyone. You may get frustrated. And he goes, and that's okay. He goes, don't be hard on yourself. But if you can do anything at least try to tap into the gratitude for looking at the fact that we are all courageous in being uh-huh. able to step into this and play this role to do this. He goes, because it's not easy. He says, we often talk about a lot of cool and interesting stuff to it, and it is, but it's not all easy too. So he says, just remember that, guys, not to be hard on yourself, but try not to be hard on other people as well. Exactly. Oh. All right. That sounds awesome. All right. You ready to take callers, babe? He says absolutely, Ma. All right. One thing I want to say that, guys, I have to go to Norway for my father-in-law's um, services. So um, mm-hmm. there will be no show next Tuesday. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I won't be here, so... Okay. Uh, all right. I want to ask something for somebody who, who is very dear to me first. Okay. Tracy P. Okay. She has, mm-hmm. um, she did the uh, tune up in November 21st, which is uh, included everything that we have now, 
except for the past life bleed through block. Okay. Now she has high mm-hmm. lipids, you know, high cholesterol and that, and hypertension. I want her to have the least possible to get her to where she needs to go. Does she need the tune up with the bleed through block, uh, or you know, the the lipids or the hypertension? I mean, or of those three, what's the least we can get away with? Uh, tune up. Could that really help everything yeah. else? Okay, good. So start with that and give it how long? Um, let's see. Um, Eric says there's going to be some things that are going to be very noticeable within the first week, but he says in about three weeks' time, mm-hmm. there's going to be be some changes there. The other thing is too is there's um, he shows me a, a whole lot of abundance physically and and like um in other ways too he also shows in relationship good well what what is that because of something in the past life that we'll deal with with the tuna yeah he says um um there's some experience from past life where um she wasn't able to um see the good in herself um, mm. He's talking about her power being taken away yeah. in a past life, and he's saying that this is connected to a relationship in the past. Um, he's not saying this is the exact same people because um, he's calling it like a um, relationship with somebody uh, who says it was in like war, like some mm-hmm. sort of a, a fighting type thing. But he says there was power that was taken away. And so okay. what's coming in for her with the abundance is pride for herself. Okay. Oh, awesome. All right, I'll let her know. All right, so um, that's awesome. Thank you, Eric, for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's, that's going to help her a lot. Um, okay, we got somebody from the 914 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Oopsie, I didn't, I didn't click enough. Sorry. There we go. Now we got it. Hello? Hi there, how you doing? Hello. Okay, I wasn't sure it was me. Hi. Hi, Lisa, Eric, and Michelle. So glad to talk to you guys. Um, You too. This is such an interesting show. Uh, I'll definitely have to re listen. (laughs) And it's not um, unusual, I suppose. It's right in line with uh, the chaos aspect, and things shaking out is in line with what's going on with my Mm -hmm. husband who's battling cancer. And I wanted to ask Eric um, for guidance on. We've done the the energy work, the uh, and the, the the tune up and the upgrade on that. And I just want to uh, see what we can do next with Scalar. If anything else would be particularly helpful for him. Well, um, what did we do for him? Meal. What did we we, we did decide to tune up? Just the tune-up so far, but there are so any number of the things there. No. Okay. Well, you know, you know me. I want whatever's the, the the cheapest, shortest route to success. So, Eric, I'm going to ask you. Would and he's on low dose naltrexone, right? Yes, he is. Okay. Is that mm-hmm. enough, or does he need something else, Eric? Um, he says he's he's going to need another tune-up. Okay. Um, because there's 
there's balance that's being restored for him. Um, is, is this cancer in the stomach region? Yes. Okay. Um, it, it was bile duct and it spread and, and it spreads to uh, okay. places. It's all gastric. Okay. Okay. Because Eric's connecting it to um, fear, the energy of fear. Um, okay. And, and he's saying that that's being rebalanced. Um, there's also, um, um, he's being refilled with abundant energy because he shows me light being pushed into the stomach area. Um, he's saying that this will be um, like a positive outcome for him. Oh, uh, good outcome. And he calls him a teacher. He's a teacher. So oh. um, for, for you and there's other people, do you have children? There's other people that he's giving like a um, like a lesson. He's showing a lesson with walking through this. With we uh, we don't have kids, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's uh, showing more than just me. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is. He is. It's so so important. Eric says, hold that positivity. Because that light is being pushed, and I can see it coming right in, right around the belly button, and it's expanding on both sides. And that's what's pushing in. So he says, if you're going to do anything, and um, did you just have scalar work done, like, not too long ago? Yeah, just within the last week or two. Okay, that perfect. That was the two Yeah. Okay, because he's saying, give like, him more time. Wait, wait, a, wait a couple months. Before you do yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't order another tune-up. It's too early. It really is. Yeah. It might not be yeah. necessary. Okay, let me ask you a real quick question, Eric. Um, you know, yeah. lotus naltrexone is has super amazing anti-tumor properties. But especially when given the very benign um, uh, medication, IV alpha-lipoic acid, would that really, you know, help significantly? Because, I mean, there have been, and you can research it, reports that even very advanced stage pancreatic cancer completely cured with the combination of low-dose naltrexone and IV um, alpha-lipoic acid. What do you think, Eric? Um, He says yes, and he's showing me. um, So it changes because he's saying the word alkaline. Alkaline. Okay. um, And and he shows it like... um, the visual that he gives me is he's showing that the low-dose naltrexone and whatever this other one is, it breaks down the cells of the tumor. Does he, he need it like okay. Does he need the, um, the custom cancer service, or can we do without that? Okay, hang on here. Mm. He says um, the cancer service, uh, he says that one is a little more direct because there's a couple things on the other that he doesn't necessarily need. But he says this also depends on, and and he says to check in again before you get it done because this is part of why he was saying to really focus on the positivity and everything as well because some of that fear would get reduced with having the other one done. So you may not need that. What other one? You may not need the cancer one, you may be able oh, to have okay, the, okay. just the energy repair. Yeah, so okay. it, it's because it's so that's wait, what it's energetically wait, set up from. All right, so wait and give the tune-up a chance. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can any of you healers help him also? I mean, 
maybe maybe it's best that he's on it can be done remotely without his knowledge because I'm you know I'm getting that sense. Is, but is, um, he, is he not is he not open to it? Well, he's very open. I do Reiki and uh, emotion code myself, and so I've been okay. working cool. for for him for a while. Wonderful. Um, and, and if I could just ask one quick follow-up here, then given mm-hmm. what Erica said, um, I've, we've also started a an alternative protocol uh, based based on a book called How to Starve Cancer, and it uses mm-hmm. diet changes and um, mm-hmm. alter, um, medicines that are known to be safe that have anti-cancer properties are used to um, you know to supplement. The, the chemo and whatnot. Is that mm. a good path to be on? Yes. Yes. Eric says okay. that all so of that's... that is beneficial. And that's kind of why, um, what Eric says, not kind of, that is why he says that we want to reassess before we decide what, what exactly to go with with the scaler because there's other things at play that you're working on that you may not need. So he says okay. that let's revisit this again in about eight weeks' time. Does he need okay. a past life uh, reading at all? I mean, is some of the fear coming from that? Um, he says that some some of it is, but he's just saying that um, what what she is working on with the emotion code and some of her own healing is what's already helping that because Great. that's part of what his like and and he's teaching you too because there's experience that you're having with him with this because Eric says there's a lot of learning that's coming out from the two of you. And I don't know if you're doing energy work or or if you do this professionally or anything, but there's like a new level coming to this because of what you're experiencing. Diane, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh Uh, You know, I can absolutely accept that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited and relieved. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Oh, lots of blessings to you. Yes, of Thank course. you, and to all of you, oh, and Elisa, I'm so sorry about your father-in-law. Love to you and to your family. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Thank you right. all. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. To, to all you guys, you know how I push uh, low-dose naltrexone so hard, and so many people say, well, I don't want to push it on my bed, or, well, my doctor's not going to do that. Screw that, Okay. It's called the why not mm-hmm. drug for a reason because the safety aspects and the, the, are, are, are so amazing. And there's so few contraindications. It's like you can't be addicted to opiates. If you are, you have to possibly be on ultra-low dose. Okay? You can have had an organ transplant. And um, if you have Hashimoto's, you, the thyroiditis, you have to watch your thyroid because it can make it so much better that you have to decrease your supplement. So please be the squeaky wheel. I mean, LDN experts say everyone, including animals, my Bella's on it, should be on low-dose naltrexone. okay? It is so important. I can't stress enough because it, it, it triples endorphin release. Endorphins are what stops inflammation, pathologic inflammation. And inflammation is the root of almost every disease. So, you, you know, Screw them. If they say, oh, we don't know anything about it, so no. Then Google, find an LDN doctor or find an LDN vet and, and get it by telemedicine. Or they will also give you locals to, to get it from. So, you know, this often with LDN, I think people um, 
it's a lesson in self-empowerment, of, of finding your voice, of being your own advocate or the advocate of a loved one, okay? I've had to be an advocate so many times for some of my relatives, like, to snatch them from the jaws of death because of bad doctors, you know, or whatever. I mean, please be strong and, you know, put your foot down. Okay, put your foot down. No, no, you say no. Why are you saying no? Okay, is it because you you don't want to get a big pharma upset? Is it because you don't know anything about it? Are you really going to go there? So no, I, I can't stress enough. I mean, I've had so many people I've recommended to, and then they come back. Well, she doesn't want to push it to the vet or you know, whatever. I mean, no, no, hell no. Ugh. Oh, I'm sorry. I get upset about this. Okay, Eric, do you have anything to say about that? Well, you know what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. All right, we got somebody from this 347 area code. Hi there. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi, girls. Um, My name is Lindsay. I'm so honored to be talking to you guys again. Oh, we're honored <laughs> well, I've I've I'm a big CE um member. I've been law for a long time, so that's oh, always nice to hear. Um so my question for Eric and for you all is um my my partner and I separated and I've been using this time to focus on myself. So my question is, are we going to get back together and do we is there a time frame that you can see if that if that's a yes? What what is the partner's first name? Uh, Jason. Jason, you said. Yeah. Okay. Hang on a second. Jason. Okay. I'm sorry. And your first name's Lindsay, right? Yes. Um, the way Eric's saying it is, um, he says, you know. There's, it's taking steps. So, like, you guys are talking right now? Or no? Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. Okay. Okay, because what Eric is saying is he says, um, um, and, uh, okay, let me ask you one more question. Are you guys, do you guys work together, or do you have, like, common friends or something, or did you meet through work? Yeah, we, uh, we didn't meet through work, but we do work for the same company. So okay. we kind of do things. We we do things together through work okay. functions. Sometimes. Okay. okay, that makes sense. Okay, because that's what Eric is showing me. It's like it's like through commonality. Like so, it's like there's going to be natural steps to be taken, or that you're going to be able to take. Um, because Eric says it, there's a process that's unfolding, and he says, you know how we were talking tonight about there being like a rejuvenation, like we're all going into the next level. And part of your separating was for a rebuilding, but there's going to be like one step after another. He says it's not just going to happen all at once. Mm-hmm. And um, whatever it is, like um, he like he's making some kind of changes or some changes in his life or in his way of looking at things. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it a little bit that he, mm-hmm. you know, like, for example, when we're together or we're talking about, like, my, I have some cats. He, uh, 
he really relishes yeah. that time seeing me or seeing them more than yeah. when he was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it's a very it's very interesting the way Eric says it because it's like a different way of viewing things. It's like a different way of experiencing things. And I'm just asking Eric, like, why? Why is that happening? And he says, because he's shifting. His vibration is shifting. And so he's starting to open up and notice things that he didn't see before. And with this breakup, he wouldn't have been able to see that because he says that, you know, things start to get, mm, he says, we start to miss the small things. We start to just look at, you know, certain parts of our relationship and we miss the things until we're apart. And then we come back together and we say, oh, you know, I never appreciated that or I really missed that. And we start to Mm -hmm. see it in a new light. He says it's kind of a, a breaking down to understand the way he's looking at it. But he says yeah, that's going to continue, continue. I'm but there's, it's, it's like okay. working through, working through so the steps is, is together. His, is his shift the reason they fell apart and also the reason they will get together again? Both of them. Shift all right, so what is the lesson that this relationship is all about for both of them? Well, he says... There, there's kind of like a, um, he's calling it like a, a, a death and a rebirth, and this is their purpose right. together. Mm, wow, so he said, ultimate, ultimately, it's a, it's a peaceful reunion. So you will find a sense of peace with each other eventually. Yeah. Wow. That, that pretty much sums up this whole relationship because we've been together for years, like almost 20 mm-hmm. years. So it's just like a death mm-hmm. and a rebirth. Yeah. Did, did Eric mention a time frame? Even though I know it's obviously it's a stepping stone process. Is is there a time frame involved, or is he it just? Did, he did say over over this next year, over this okay. next year. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, good Thank luck you. to you. I feel. I feel yeah. Helpful. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. Take okay. care, Lindsay. Oh, back. Yeah. Please keep us posted, babe. I want to hear how that. It's just I feel so positive mm-hmm. about that. All right, seven three four area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hello. Hi there. What's that? How can we help hi. you? Um, hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. This is Margaret oh, in Michigan. And hi, Margaret. Hi, Michelle. Mm. Um, my uh, heart goes out to. Um, your father-in-law and all the family. Thank you so much. We'll be fine. But, um, moving well, what, on. Uh, yeah, what can we do for you? My, my middle son is an alcoholic, and mm-hmm. I was wondering if Eric could tell me what happened in a previous life that caused him to be an alcoholic, and is there anything I can do to help him? And also, mm-hmm. I'd, like to, I'd like to also add, Please, Eric, I, I ask brother, um, if there are any dark energies that are fueling his alcoholism, because that's so common. Um, I'm guessing there's not. He just sort of gradually worked his way into this. All right. Well, let's see. Eric, what do you have to say? Um. So what Eric is saying is that there is a past life, um, and I don't know if you could maybe 
figure out or if you know what happened to him in this life that aligns with this. But Eric is saying that um, there's like a an exchange that happened with him and another person. Um, he's calling it like um, almost like bartering, but he was taken advantage of. So he had something taken from him. And Eric is gleaming this to be self-worth, but did he have a, a, a relationship where somebody turned their back on him? Or, like, is there somebody in his life that walked away from him? Um, other than he got a divorce and he really loved his wife. Oh. She's the one that wanted to divorce. Mm. Okay, did they did the alcohol happen after that point? Like did it start to increase? Um Well, that's been a few years ago. Okay, well because Eric says it's it's betrayal. So it, in a past life it was uh, the energy of betrayal and some of what he's experiencing is connected to that. That's not the only thing. Um, he's also experiencing, um, Eric says, some doubt in himself, and there's worry. Um, he has a lot of worry. He does worry um, a lot. Yes. And what Eric says is that the worry consumes him. And sometimes when we experience uh, anxiety and worry about things and it almost seems like it's not, like, where exactly is that coming from in this life? He says in the past life when we experienced something that was taken from us or something traumatic, he says that we can't always place exactly what it is, but it's like this sense of doom and, and not mm-hmm. feeling like we're going to be able to get out of it because that's the energy that he's giving me. Um, what he says is there is also some denial in where he's at right now. Yeah. And so um, he says for you, um, in helping accept where he is right now, um, letting him know that it, it's okay where he is right now because he's having a hard time accepting. And Eric says that's where denial comes from. It's not wanting to believe that there is a problem and feeling like, you know, admitting that there's a problem is letting other people down as well, which adds to the worry. And and he worries about you too. Oh. You know, he's concerned about you. Um, are you, like, have you been going through something? Is there anything that has been happening that's maybe adding to that? Are you going through something physically right now? Oh, did we lose her? I don't know. Okay. Well, hopefully she can Uh-oh. still hear us. But, but, but uh, Eric, what practical thing can help this guy? I mean, you know, with the main service for Atlanta Scaler, oh, she did drop out. Let me see if I can uh, see if she comes back. But hopefully she'll listen to this. But is the main service going to help? Because we have the, the, you know, yeah, uh, um, said, yes. he said yes, but that's that's the way. Um, the other thing is too is um, he says that he's um, he's creative, 
So to find something that he can express himself in. Yeah. Because he's an overthinker. Like he's overthinking and overworrying. He says he needs to discharge some of that energy into something, whether that's, um, he says, actually one of the easiest things he could do is to go out and ride a bike. Oh. He goes, that would be a way of being able to help clear himself to start feeling physically a little better. And he says that takes courage to do because he's he's not feeling that. He doesn't feel that energy. But he says that'll help him connect to something that he can start being creative with. He says, can he have the courage and tap in? And he says, this is what mom can help him with to accept where he's at and help yeah. support him to take one step forward into feeling a little bit better. Would the main service, the ERPE for Les Gaylor be enough? And he would not need the addiction relief? Because very yes, often. Um, it, Yes, but um, what Eric says is, you know, there's a big part of this right here where he really, truly has to believe in himself that 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 work would allow him to have the clarity to start to see hope. Good. You know, as mothers, we want to take care of our babies. You know, I I understand mother's concern. I mean, we'd never stop worrying. Oh, goodness. Of course. Yeah. Of course. All right, guys, yeah. I think we will close off for now. Again, I want to say with great sorrow that I will, we will not have the radio show next Tuesday uh, because yeah. I'll be in Norway. And um, I love you all. You guys, please look at it. Listen to this amazing hour that we've had with Michelle. I mean, she's spun on all the time. <laughs> so y'all check her out at thehealingh.com dash art.com and uh, I love you all and I will see you two weeks or hear from you two weeks from now uh, Michelle all right. stay on if you can I love you okay will do love you love you everybody bye. Eric says love you bye love you Eric love you mama Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.